on the Spencer's of the Pez. Goking out at the cons, Renaissance Fest. Watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. <laughs> Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary. And add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a <clears throat> Listen up, fanboys. It's time to have a blast. So let's shut up and enjoy the Fanboy Planet Podcast with Derek Ha. Can you believe he did that right off the top of his head? I miss, I, you know, check your flow, man. I, I missed the way that... Dude, uh, I was freestyling, <laughs> yo. <laughs> was, I know. Was, you missed the hand gestures, flow. too. It's like, yeah. come on, yo. No, I, I missed it. I now. represent the yay. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> this is Lon Lopez from um, MoreOnLife.com. Welcome back. Plan Fanboy Planet. I'm Derek McCoy, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and uh, we are podcasting from... The Hip Hop Nation, yo! Oh my god, no. Oh, not? That's not who we oh, are. Oh, okay, sorry. That's, yeah. Trying to bring in the younger listeners. I know, we had, we just got our latest demographics report, and mm-hmm. uh, we realized that... Uh, eight-year-olds. That Who would have thought? We're, we're, we're not... We're, no, eight-year-olds are not. <laughs> and if eight-year-olds are listening, what kind Go of irresponsible parent... Go scold your parents, them, kids. Oh, what kind of irresponsible parents is exposed to the Fanboy Planet podcast? Anyway... Uh, we are podcasting from an undisclosed location. Which safe house hood. number is this? The hood, yo. That's what I'm calling it. The hood. <laughs> safe house hood. Lawn's hood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because mm. I'm from the streets. I believe they call them the streets. Mm. On the streets. Mm. Oh, really? Do they? Pretty sure. Not in this <laughs> hood. Because it's always fresh. I believe the they streets. call it the could. <laughs> the could. We're not the hood. We're the could. Because we could be listened to by a lot of people if we weren't getting bogged down in this. Okay, so anyway, uh, it is Wednesday, June 20th. From the hood, yo. Great. <laughs> Broadcasting from the hood. Anyway, yeah, who are you again? I'm Lon DJ Fresh Lopez. Okay, that's enough. All right, and okay. uh, to my left, looking very snazzy. I am Nate Dizzle for Shizzle, the shoe pimp. See how that works out. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, uh, this is Nate Costa podcasting oh, live dear. from Safe House number Hood Central. All right. And across almost as bemused and flummoxed as myself. 100% pure Rick Brett Snyder. Wow. Unfiltered Rick. Unfiltered. Still He's an OG, the, yo. Still have the pulp. <laughs> OG, triple OG. OG, triple, triple. <laughs> I feel a little lost. Um Maybe I should leave. I don't hear anything. And I'll come back and uh, we'll go. I don't know. But yeah, I'm, I'm bugging. We've got, we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. Um, uh, in comics, we're going to talk about uh, USA Today is doing some stuff with comics. Uh, we've got Archie news, of course. Uh-huh. What well-known celebrity is coming to Riverdale? I want to check in and see if anybody's paid attention to Avengers vs. X-Men. Uh, well, now that a few issues have been out, we thought we'd talk about before Watchmen tonight. And then there's the Spider-Man. I mean, Spider-Man uh, crossover that has had at least the first issue. I just heard a beeping. Was that you turning things off, actually? No, that was just my phone. Okay. Um, and then we had an update on the Walking Dead experience from uh, Nate sent that out tonight. So I thought perhaps uh, you'd want to tell us more about the pricing. And uh, then movies. Uh, can you tell me how, the, how to get to Sesame Street? Uh, I want to talk about some amazing Spider-Man stuff. Daredevil rumors. Judge Dredd, or actually just called Dredd, got its first oh. teaser out. 
and as well as Maleficent. And then uh, one of uh, our greatest presidents uh, will be um, slaying the undead this weekend. So we'll oh. talk about that. And then George we, Washington. Yes. Uh, no. no. Martin Luther King, dummy. Oh, oh Ben Franklin. I can't believe you were substitute. Martina King. Luther King. Uh, mm. Oh, yes. Uh, tennis pro, Martina Luther King. And uh, She was good. We're going to be talking about uh, television. What 60s sci-fi film is coming back to TV as a series? And uh, what 60s sci-fi TV series is coming back to TV really as a series? No, horror. it's not really. It wasn't even really horror. <laughs> um, and then uh, we'll see what happens from there. So let's get into it, shall we? Because we don't have any fanny mail shall. this week. No. You guys didn't write in. It's not, their, it's not their fault. It's not There's their something fault. else well, we didn't that have Lon a, has a, a ditty for. Well, we're going to get to that later. We're going to oh, get later. there. First of all... I already did my ditty at the beginning of the show. Hold tight, fanboys. I sent out a leak earlier tonight because USA Today is launching digital comics. They're trying to get in on the digital comics thing. Did anybody follow the link and see yes. I did not. how awkward that interface was? I did. Did you find that as awkward oh, as I, I did? I just read the article. I didn't realize I was supposed to click on it. No, that actually above it, all the pages for the first issue or first oh. installment were there oh. and just now when you're saying comic you're not talking comic book you're talking comic strip right well I it's did, like a web comic but they're calling right. it a digital graphic novel like mm. that like axe did that uh, axe has one on the axe web. body spray yes they have a graphic no. novel no, wait a minute us. they should be writing all comics you're telling me they just started one comic they do write all they write all of Zenoscope. Axe comics uh yeah it, it, it's uh no, uh, so th- what they they have one they launched a couple of weeks ago called F Zero Zero Fighters, which would of course if you look at it is Foo, Foo Fighters. fighters. What? So it's World War Two pilots who are up against aliens, and the pilots are the Foo Fighters. Yes. So Dave Grohl is in this comic. Yes, Dave Grohl. Uh, no. Oh. Uh, you, you do know that people use the phrase Foo Fighters long before Dave Grohl. In fact, that's he named it. Yeah, them people used it a lot back then, so much that I didn't know what it meant. Yeah, so. Right. Dave Grohl named his band after the people I who understand. were fighting UFOs. I know. Okay. No, you just said you didn't know. No, I did not say that. You said that. I know that. It's so funny. You think I wouldn't know that. Thank so you. So I'm looking at the article on my phone. Is it Aurora Rose? Is Aurora this Rose, yes. Yeah. Yeah, uh, looks, looks great. Really it, interesting. Uh, it looked like sarcasm. He read the article, and there was I, just kind of odd. They, like he admitted, like uh, the Brotherhood is the villains. We borrowed from John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, and I right. wondered that was pretty blatant. Does John Carpenter know that you've taken the villains uh, from his uh, copyright? I may film? have exaggerated. I read the first paragraph of the article, thought I'm never going to read this comic. I am done reading this article. Yeah, it's like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, only she's a babysitter it's instead of a cheerleader. It's adventures in babysitting the Vampire There's, Slayer. Well, with werewolves, nice. I think. is the, the picture they had was more werewolves. So, I don't know. I guess if it's, if there are people that are reading USA Today and they... I guess the thing that startled me most was that people go to the website for USA Today and not actually get the paper. Print is dead, isn't it? I'm just like flailing against a dead horse The here. only time I get USA Today is when they drop it off outside of my whole te- hotel, hotel room, room door. Yeah. Yeah, and then I yeah. Read usually it. at a fancy hotel, you pick it up when there's nothing else to do. Yeah, right. But if you're at a fancy hotel, there's always something else to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Sit in the hot tub. Hot tub. Well, inevitably you have to go to the bathroom. Find the gym, and you need something to read. So I've always got stuff with me. 
See, I don't. So it's nice. I like to, I like to, you know, get in the town, grab one of the local rags, and go is, to the bathroom. This is the episode in which, yeah, we we talked about Lon's bathroom habits. Okay, it is another one. Another one. Oh, you're right. Okay. It's, it's like, well, if you if you should name all the episodes like Friends episodes, Lon's ablutions. Okay. Uh, yeah. so, oh, ablutions. Yes, yes. For you dumber listeners at home, write in and tell me what that means. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, all right. So Lon. So you only want people who admit Lons. they're dumb. I would like you to get loaded for the theme song that you have oh, ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. We Cheer have some Archie news. Oh, Archie. Uh, 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 oh, Archie news. Uh, 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 uh. That was less than 15 oh seconds, my. right? Oh, <laughs> oh, Ooh, we have an addition to the theme song. because There was, yes. was practice beforehand. That was. That was clearly rehearsed behind my back. Excellent. We we're said it right in front of your face that we were going to do that. The only podcast. I, I just didn't realize how effective <laughs> it was going to be. I'm dazzled. <laughs> With Abs- weekly Archie Where did George news. Takei come from? We're not. Um, we're Believe not- it or not, I'm here on a Star Trek cruise. <laughs> oh, very, very nice. <laughs> That's actually really good. Yeah. Uh, okay, Thank uh, you. Uh, wow, Mr. Takei, thanks. We'll have an interview with him later uh, because he's excited to be ta- to be appearing in the sixth issue of Kevin Keller Comics from Archie. Uh, That's the guy who directed Clerks, right? No. Oh, okay. uh, Kevin Keller is uh, the guy who directed Clerks is going to get to be interviewing uh, William Shatner at Comic Con. Oh, this year. I'm so glad I'm going during the during uh, evening with Kevin. During Smith? which one of their Shatner segments? It's going to be Shatner and Smith. Wow. Huh. That is. I could going- take it just without Shatner. I know. Okay. Smith, Kevin Smith should have called it "Taking a Shatner," and then everybody. He may eventually. That was, you know, that's right up his. We'll valley. see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe Roger Corman's going to be there as well. So I'm not oh. sure what, what that combination is supposed to be. Hmm. Achieving. Achieving special effects. Uh, it's going to achieve a lot of people who don't like to let other people talk. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, George Takei. <laughs> both of them talking at the same all time three for an hour. Talking, yes. Uh, George Takei is going to team up with Kevin Keller in issue six, the greatest Archie team up since Archie meets Kiss. Now, Kevin why is Keller this significant? Meets George Takei because George Takei is giving his blessing. And uh, But why Kevin Keller? Because Kevin Keller is America's gay teenager. Oh, now it makes sense. Wait a minute. How old is George Takei? 92. <laughs> and he's... Quite, uh, not quite that old. In Vulcan years, though. <laughs> well, sure. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's and a he's young And he's teaming 92. up with a young teen... To fight gay bashing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Because uh, I was going to say, I thought I saw an episode get of I think a young... Queer as folk like Did they get this? in fabulous costumes to fight? Uh, the, no, uh, I don't know, but no. the but the, the, the picture, picture I saw... was a young George Takei. He does look younger, yes. <laughs> Stripped to the waist and holding a foil? No. No. He was wearing a red shirt. Uh, so hopefully he's not oh, going to get killed. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh that's awful. Um, so we'll see that. Kevin Keller number six coming out this summer. Very so this will be his first comic appearance outside of Star Trek? Outside of being Sulu. Or was he in Heroes? Was he in the Heroes comic? Ooh. I didn't read the Heroes I comic. I read the Heroes comic. I don't remember him being in that one. Okay. I don't know if they, they didn't do a lot of the backstories. Those were like I'm pretty sure that when we go to Comic-Con this summer, we can probably find hard copies of that. Uh, I have one at home. I uh, bet. Hardbound editions. For oh, like it's hardbound. Hard copy. Uh-huh. Hard copy where you're going. Now I know show. who you are. I sure. That's, where you're going. <laughs> that's the lawn I remember. Oh. Irritating me on a different level. Okay. For so. reals, yo. For reals. Oh, crap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so... Hey, just out of curiosity, anybody keeping up with Avengers vs. X-Men? I am. What's Not going it. On? What's going on with it? So I've been hearing good things, and so I just want to It's actually been, uh, 
hitting on about 80% of the books. Um, I heard they started like a music group or something in it, right? Oh, God. The no. Phoenix Five or something like that? Did what? you guys hear about this? Yes. Yeah. They, what do they do? I don't even know. So. Basically, the Phoenix Force took over the oh, five major X-Men. Is this hurting you? It sounds like it's going to be really stupid. Okay. It, it's... Up until now, I, I haven't read past the issue where they they all got in, in possessed with, or whatever you want to say. Yeah. Yeah. Force. and they kind of they shimmer there as a group and then fly off. They all turn red their, and their mustaches disappear. Yeah, so you can't that tell sounds, who they were. Wait a minute, right. <laughs> this uh, sounds like an awesome eighties like cartoon. You, you know what it sounded? The Phoenix Five. They go solve a mystery, and then at the end, they all jam on yeah, their. Instruments you know what it felt like to me? It felt like uh, the fall of the hammers when characters we know get, get uh, imbued from, with from uh, another. Oh, you mean all yes, the, the siege? Yes. So, so they're actually stealing from Lon's head I mean, yet yes. again, again, again. The thoughts he didn't know he had. That's mm-hmm. true. That's true. Interesting. I guess my, what my understanding of the storyline, though, is one of those uh, they're exploring ideas that have been explored in other dystopian things like Squadron Supreme, Watchmen, um, that it's hard to press the reset button because I guess my problem with even when they had Fear Itself, they still essentially pressed a reset button and went right back to the status quo. Yeah, I don't think this is necessarily going to... This is, if you think about it, the, this has been like a very, very long arc following all the way back to Avengers Disassembled when Wanda when Wanda did the No More Bendis Mutants. has been planning this all along? The, because there's, Just like there's, he was planning uh, Secret Invasion all along. There's been a phrase kicked about called that. No More Avengers. I see. I, I haven't seen the ramifications of that, nor have I seen Scarlet Witch in any of the I issues. Did, uh, I she did was on the cover of Zero. I of did Zero. spend some time yeah. talking with uh, Steve Simonetti, uh, one of the co-managers at, at our... Mustache uh, Steve! Mustache, what? At one of our... Uh, one of our former homes, uh, and uh, and he uh, mentioned that like House of M trade paperbacks, yeah. sales have gone up. Avengers versus X Men is selling really and well. That was and all staying that up. was all fallout from from the No More mm-hmm. Mutants. So people are going back and actually buying the trades yeah. of a lot of the previous Avengers storylines, and he's really because there was uh, the, there surprised. was the feeling that hope, that it was going to hit Hope, the Phoenix Force was going to get Hope. And she was going to become the new Hope is a character. Is that baby right. that Cable was, you know. Right. But now she's, she's all grown She's up. all grown oh, up yes. to late teens, early 20s, something like that. But now it's like the Force may just actually hit all mutant kind or be effective in bringing back mutants to Earth. So the, the Phoenix is going to come back to Earth and bring back the mutants. Yeah. Hmm. That's one of the theories. That's the Plausible. That's, that's the Scott. And Scott... Summers no, wait, has what really been kind of a cretin. He's been really. I mean, it, this is one of those times where, you know, you got you've always had the Wolverine Scott Summers tension Rivalry, between them, yeah, yeah. and Wolverine's actually being the reasonable one in this. Scott's oh, Scott's kind well, of then. a zealot. Uh, yeah, interesting. Hmm. All right. Yes. Are they? Uh, you're reading all the tie-ins too, then? Everything except for I will not buy Avengers Academy. Just nothing will make me buy that book. One yeah, because of Gutenberg, probably. One of the probably. Ones. Huh. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Hmm, the yeah. question is, Tim are they consistently <laughs> off with their continuity? No, the, the continuity's actually been very good. Really? Yeah. Did it get better? Because uh, there was the, 
I don't remember if it was issue one or two or whatever where they had the helicarrier come in with the Avengers. The hello carrier? The helicarrier was oh, I was going to say, that's what it sounded like. And it was invisible. Yeah, and it uncloaked. And then the, and the Avengers, Avengers jumped out. Right. But then in a... In a this is not I don't the remember first if it was an X-Men issue. It hurt him deeply. Juggernaut attacked them, and that's how they came out. And then in a secret Avengers issue, uh, what's her name? Miss Marvel and... Marvel are on the Cree homeworld, and right. they're like plotting to get the Phoenix to go there. But then, in another issue, it's like Miss Marvel had no idea that was happening. I didn't. I, I did not pick up on those those scrolls. <laughs> scrolls. <laughs> scrolls. Lon, when he's are there scrolls? No, 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 no. Secret invasion. When when Lon's in a There's always when Lon's in a, a Jack in the Box, and they get the order wrong, he just goes scrolls. You know, it's like wow. any anytime there's. Why would I do that? Have you done that? Yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, it's a scroll plot. No, we're going to say that on this yeah. one. No? no? Okay. No, we're just going to leave you hanging on that one. Scrolls. Okay. No. Didn't you ever, weren't you ever in a meeting and, and something would go wrong and you go, Kaiser Solsei? No. No? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, See, I worked a lot more fun places, I think. Really? Yeah. Kaiser says. <laughs> okay. And everybody looked at you, nodded, backed away slowly. Yeah. Didn't run Rick. because then you'd think it was a game. Uh, <laughs> they all went, okay. They're uh, playing with me. <laughs> Meeting adjourned. Scrolls. Yeah. Okay. That was the chair, guys. Uh, anyway, uh, so let's talk about dystopian. Uh, another uh, the big, big summer event for DC has been before Watchmen. Uh-huh. So I don't know, Nate. Have you been picking up any of that? I'm, no, I, I'm sorry that I'm kind of presuming that Lon. I wanted not. to pick it up, but I just haven't had time to get down there. So okay, okay. I just I assume they all sold out. So no, no I've I still, don't think they have sold. Everything's quite still as well. on the shelves. I think. Okay, well, I'll wait for the trade. I'm yeah. going to say it. I didn't really care about Watchmen, and I don't care about before Watchmen. What? Yeah, I said it. You're entitled to that opinion. He's that younger generation that just didn't get Watchmen. I get right. it. Oh, right. I forgot he's the youngest out of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We shall steal I like his, that we batted his eyes. We shall you. steal his youth <laughs> and his fiance. Okay, so... No, you uh, will not. Uh, <laughs> ooh, look at that. Passion in his eyes for the first time since Red Hulk was announced. That's right. It had died behind your eyes. There was nothing. And then I just threatened threatened <laughs> he's, Tiffany. He's back. <laughs> oh, there he is. Yay! You're the Hulk. You're the Hulk. Yelling at his at his shattered Tony yes. Stark on the okay. ground. Yes. Uh, so uh, so far, what have come out is uh, Minutemen by Darwin Cook, uh, Silk Spectre Silk by Darwin Cook and Amanda Connor. Connor, yeah, yeah, and uh, the comedian by Brian Azzarello, Brian Azzarello and JG Jones. Hmm. So uh, three first issues have come out, hmm. and. So and six pages of tales. Of oh, the tales of Black Freighter. There's a tales of Black Freighter in there, but it's called a something prequel. Else. Curse it's of the Curse just of another the story. Crimson an anthology book. Other. So there's another story out of that anthology. Hmm. Um, it's not the same character though, is it? No, it's no, not. it's entirely no, it's different. Mm. Totally Crimson different story. The but Curse of the pirates. Crimson Corsair. 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 Corsair? Yes. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I had one. Isn't a Corsair? Isn't that a fan maker? No, it's a car. There might be a fan. Isn't maker it called Scott Corsair Summer's Mark? father? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Why is Corsair Summer? Another, another, another different mag- another yeah. type of uh, word for pirate. Yeah. Oh. And so he's Corsair of the Star Jammers. The that's space why he dresses like that, all piratey. That and he was yes. Got it. And I don't know. If Star Jammers not a great name nowadays. No, probably not. No. Probably not. But no. let's get back to be uh, before Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now that we've read, uh, at least Rick and I have read the first three 
comics. First issues of the first three, three miniseries. Yeah. Thoughts? Or uh, going to let it lie there? It's kind of hitting expectations for me. Um, well, what were those expectations? Lowered that, expectations. That, <laughs> that these are going to be stories. No more than 15 seconds. I don't want to pay Mad TV. <laughs> I don't know what the executive editorial plotting of this is, if if or if these guys were given outlines as to what they were supposed to do. I or. thought that Darwin Cook was overseeing the whole thing. Okay. I could be wrong that he was kind of like they had a, a summit and he said, that you, know, you guys take this, you take this, and he was kind of doing a master plotting. And then there were there are two editors, I think, who are overseeing the whole thing above him. The the um, the before Watchmen Minutemen uh, was probably my favorite as far as a story that I thought held together in the Watchmen universe. I thought that was it. It added something to the story. And whether or not that needed to be added or not, yeah, you can argue that yourself. But it definitely was an extension of stories that I was interested in. So Spectre is kind of like on its own. It's an untold adventure of Lori. Uh, yeah, and and it's a it, so far it's a teen rebellion thing, and her and her because her parent is a superhero, and but uh, that was very clearly established and, in Watchmen. So, so a lot yeah. of that is like foreshadowed, and, and the probably entertaining on its own own um, value, and not really tied that closely into things that happened in the, the Watchmen story is the comedian book. And it seems like, I'm guessing this one, based on the first issue, is going to be like the comedian in all these events that happen, the noteworthy, newsworthy events that happen. At least the first issue is definitely that way. Yeah, very cynical, very Brian Azzarello, um, but again, felt to me kind of unnecessary. I like J.G. Jones' art, but it's it's unnecessary. It's not going to add anything to the comedian for me. Because all the crucial things were we, in. We know, we know, basically, you weren't surprised to see that he was a bastard right. or he's young, the young comedian or that he's right. a kick-ass. But at least, you know, like Minutemen is is expanding on characters that we that Watchmen only right. glances at very, very briefly. For and like really, a minute. Well, the, they're, oh. And it's almost just a minute because each one of the characters gets about two pages of yeah. introduction. And probably the most interesting one for me was the moth... Uh, Mothman Mothman. character where we we do actually do get some insight as to why it's alluded in the uh, in Watchmen that he goes insane he's carried off to a a by Moth is Mothman's name Arthur no I don't think Uh so but the it predates the ticket. Yeah, no, I got it. But the, did he I, get his powers I by getting action, action figure trapped in a closet? No, he gets his powers because he builds his own wings. But there's that all these. That would be a good idea, though. That's probably Marvel's next crossover. No, that's R. Kelly's comic. All the superheroes get trapped <laughs> in a closet. No, I, I know where you're going. With a little person. Either that or did he get his powers by like consuming mass amounts of moth balls? Actually, he consumes alcohol and drugs, but... Um, well, that'll do it, too. Ooh, that's You've towards the superpowers. end. I'm a superhero? <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, uh, like a, like I've always said about this this series, it's all just going to depend on the power of storytelling for the individual books. I'm not really looking for anything to to give me more insight into Watchmen. I might be looking for some interesting new stories. So, how did the first one read, though? Uh, the the Minutemen read read okay. It's definitely an interest. It's just definitely an interesting introduction to what might develop into an interesting overall story. Um, but it's it, because the the pacing of it's really fast to get through these these two three page introductions to each one of the characters. All right, bottom line, guys, buy or pass. 
I think most people can pass. Honestly, I, I did not think that there was anything. I I'm gonna probably buy because I've committed so far, you know. Uh, and that's and if you're somebody who is like that, like you know myself, you'll probably go through it. But after it, go yeah. I mean, it was entertaining, but I still. Now there are going to be me, it's, more, right? It's more, uh, yeah. Let's let's buy or pass. It'd be more to recommend or warn away. And I, I think in a trade paperback in a library, pick it up. Yeah, you know, read it. It's a good story to pass. What about the time. at a fancy hotel and you really have to go? To yes, the if it's okay. on your yes. doorstep in the morning. <laughs> yes. Okay, but, but the question: What we, about in a rundown? Wow, this is better hotel. than USA Today, right? But uh, it is better than USA Today. But the question is. You know, if it's like, did it need to exist? And I'm, I'm really actually hard pressed to think of any prequels at this point for me that I've ever felt were necessary. Like I really wanted to go back and know about them in their younger days. Yeah. I, as a, I don't want to say as a storyteller. When I read good storytelling, I appreciate the depth of a character that I have to fill in the blanks a little bit. Mm. You, you know? know, it's it's striking me as like the amalgam books. You know. Except the Amalgam books, it was kind of fun, but it was yeah, okay, that's nothing it, yeah. for the the stories that yeah. it was derivative. And of. Watchmen still exists as Watchmen, yeah. but but I you know maybe the book I'm dreading the most would be the Rorschach one because I like Rorschach as a character so much, and yet I think everything I need to know about Rorschach was already there, mm-hmm. and right that, that story one. was so good. I uh, would want the I I, might, I cannot remember Frank Miller. Uh, no, that would be oh, okay. utterly psychotic. My hope for the Rorschach enjoy. story is they will not unmask him. That they'll just be told in that kind of Ditko-esque story. But didn't they unmask him in the Watchmen? They, Watchmen, they, they didn't Watchmen, but that well, was the big reveal. Before, you know, it, you know, it it undercuts the the thing is it, it the unmasking initially undercut the character because he ends up being this guy the the crazy guy with the, the nobody, sign yeah. the, the nobody, and in the end we realized that even without the mask he was still Rorschach he was still. Um, which Powerful. is the point that got made, you right? Like said. Like, but I, I don't like, need them to. I don't need them to show me Rorschach's life as the right. non-Rorschach like, character. I don't need to see that the comedian was involved in every political assassination right. somehow or another in the last. Yeah, but it's fun, isn't it? It's kind of well, like I mean, it's say, like Forrest Gump, you know. Well, no, like, and that's just it. Okay, that's so it's what it's kind of like. So it's a very evil Forrest Gump. Yeah. Yes. Man, uh, thank you. Um, if and, that's and, the case, no, then and that's, then and that's just go fine. with it. And that's fine. I'm just saying I didn't need it. Right, and so I'll probably mm-hmm. buy it. I'll probably because I, I like J.G. Jones' art. I think Brian Azzarello is uh, is a really good writer. I mean, did we need to know that Forrest Gump won the ping pong Olympics? No, yes, but it was won. fun. It, it it did add up to other it things. It was fun. All tied in. Yeah, yeah. It made so it when money. comedian kills somebody important or famous, it's fun. Just have fun with it, okay? Wow, that's, yeah, it's you no? really should read the book and then, oh, okay, and then, yeah. Feel bad about that. I'm just no, saying. No, we've asked too much of them already. Uh, so there's these three. Yes. Which is Minutemen, Soap right. Spectre, Comedian. There's going to be the Rorschach one. Yes. There's going to be. I know what he's going to ask. What? Where's the Watchmen one? Night Owl is no, next. No, uh, where's the, the Watchmen one? one? So two of these are one of six. One of them is one of four. Right. So that's already 16 issues that yeah. you're buying. It's a big commitment. There's seven miniseries total. Don't ask me the titles oh, offhand, but yeah. So there's seven and either probably going to be four to six issues each. Right. It's preposterous. Thanks, DC, for nothing. 
Well, it's you don't have to buy them. How many? I mean, thanks DC to you for providing us with interesting stories we can read throughout the year. Tied into at least versus X Men. I mean, you know, and and sure. You don't. Have, you haven't bought all those. This is how modern comics work these days, though, isn't it? They're trying. Yeah, they're trying to get people back into. At least more. the weakest story, the Silk Spectre, is only four issues long. And, and by weakest, so. is it at least illustrated to a way where we can at least appreciate? It has a man of Great art from a man of okay, So I'm, you know, I, I can't criticize from that aspect. It is all top creators, yeah. really talented people, really, really well done, done for the right reasons. Okay. So, bottom line, but guys. But so was Ghost Rider Spirit. Buy or pass. How many, more, how many bottom lines do you want? Oh, I just We've thought we bottom lined it like five we, minutes ago. And all right, I'm pass. Here. And then Nate asked another question. Derek oh, okay. said pass for the normal person, but buy for the... Oh, guys, okay. buying everything anyway. Bottom OCD line, here. guys. I think you could probably... I don't want to talk about your bottom line anymore. You could probably pick you up can just look at if it. If you're man. curious about it, pick it up in the story. Read the first three pages. That on any one of these is going to tell you whether or not you're going to read the story. Well, how, right. about, how about the team-up between Peter Parker, the amazing Spider-Man, and Miles Morales, the ultimate Spider-Man? Wait, I thought Miles Morales was an artist for one of the comics. Miles, that's uh, Miles Monaro? Something like that? No... Rags Morales. Rags Morales. 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 Sorry, Sorry. got it. Okay. And and he's for DC. Yes. But anyway, go ahead. You have the first issue of Spoiler-free review. Yeah, did you read it, Nate? No, I haven't read it So wait a minute. The Ultimate Universe is mixing with the Marvel Universe? Kind of. Has this happened yet? No, we had this no, argument we had before. This talk, yeah, we, 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 we I don't think Lom was here. I think, was that, I think that was one of the nights that Lom was So this is the first time the two universes have crossed. Didn't Supreme... Power crossover. Supreme Power crossover, but that but Supreme Power wasn't never been established in Marvel. Marvel. It's like its own universe. It was its own. Yeah, it's not even the Max universe. It's just it's its own little side story. Never mind. And they fooled us with when they introduced the Marvel Zombies. Was that that we thought Mm. it was going to be the regular, the original Fantastic Four? And it may Mm. have been. It could have just been one of many, many, many zombies. Yeah, it couldn't have been Earth six sixteen. Okay, so uh, Ooh, that was an aw snap from the Zorlak. Right that's there. right. So we have the most amazing, snap. the most amazing heroes. I'll work on it. Of two worlds in a limited series, one of five came out this week. So I don't know, but if you look at the cover, I and just you got see both of them without their masks on the front yeah, page. Yeah, two which young is, boys frolicking that's, around that's on a web. The movie, the movie Spider Man is going to have these guys taking their masks off all the time now. Um. It looks kind of like a Kevin Keller comic, if you ask me. Yeah, I just looking at the cover. There. You uh, what? Yeah, I just want to support Archie. That's and it. it's it's also. Uh, I just want to say for those who might take issue with that, Lon will not be Comic Con, so please do not beat us up. Yes. Okay, don't please don't. Family planet. Please don't Comic-Con. beat us. So we start off uh, with oh, uh, we okay. start off with uh, Parker swinging through uh, Manhattan, Parker. talking about how much he loves the city. Uh, he has a little encounter with uh, one of the standard uh, villains who's talking kind of funny about him, like, uh, I saw you die. And we end up through uh, some oh, deus ex machina, flashing lights and stuff. Uh, Parker's in a New York that has this huge complex offshore okay. that uh, he doesn't recognize. Rick just might, did jazz hands for might that. Have, <laughs> he did. I did. <laughs> It was a very, very quick. For our younger sure. audience, that was quick spirit shake. fingers. Uh, and uh, then he runs into in the last panel, Donald Rags Glover. Morales. Rags Morales, and that's uh, yeah. Rags Morales, the ultimate he Spider-Man. Says, Love your work on action. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, okay. Sounds like a good uh, book. 
you know, it's it's. Did uh, you enjoy it? How much do they first How much do they charge us for it? Three ninety nine. Three ninety nine for it. It is one of the ones that comes with the digital version okay. free with it. And it is, Which doesn't an, make it is up also a augmented reality book, and I have I don't see an AR tag on this. Yeah, it's uh, inside. Oh, see if I'd known that. I there. Would. Oh, there it is. Well, why don't they put that on the cover? You so know? then the question is, what's the I rating don't know. on that? What's the rating? Who on are that? these people? What's the rating on the book? Well, I mean, it's it appropriate for the, kids because, like by I the said, barcode there, if Rick. you have played uh, Marvel Super uh, Superhero Squad online, they pushed T plus T plus. Rad. Uh, they they because they push Miles Morales on Superhero Squad, so like the kids that are playing are like really into it. And I just yeah. don't know if that book is appropriate. Who so, is so, Miles Morales? I want to play with him. So, that's right. <laughs> so I don't know. So far, I've seen nothing that wouldn't be um, readable by sure, a, the first a twelve-year-old. Uh, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but just looking I at the cover, eight-year-old. I wouldn't give my eight-year-old that. Stop. Give my ideas. Give my ideas to web swing across the town. There's one. There's one uh, Parker versus a, a, a bank holdup, and then there's a little uh, supervillain. Something you should stuff. read first, and then decide if you like would a like good to read parent. It to kid there is. There this is, is true. There is a lady wrapped in a towel, but it, you know that's about that's about as uh, risque mm-hmm. as the book gets. So. Hmm. All right. So I don't see any reason why it's. I would T+. just stick to letting them read kitty books. That's what I'm doing. I mean, there's a plenty coming out from both Marvel and DC. And, and image. image. And image. image. So we've, What's uh, image doing? I have picked up the Super Dinosaur graphic novels oh, yeah, uh, yeah, collections yeah, for yeah, Luke, yeah. for Kid yeah. Macaw. Does he like them? He does. He likes Super Dinosaur. Because they did the right thing again last year. You know, Super Dinosaur was the free comic book day mm-hmm. uh, in 2011. So then when the trade paperback came out in a kid size digest form um, picked that up and he loved having having kid dinosaur uh, super dinosaur who so. doesn't exactly well I, I gotta admit Kirkman is a genius with some with his titles they're simple yet how come nobody thought of that before <laughs> kids love dinosaurs they love superheroes why not a super dinosaur I thought that was created by like a five year old or something no that's um, Axe Cop yeah Axe Cop yeah. Axe oh. Cop is written by a five year old oh okay uh, who is making more money than we are in comics right and now? The kicker is it's rated T plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever read Axe Cop? It's pretty bad. It makes well, you know, it has the logic of a five year old. Right, it, right, right. It's not as bad as say uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but um, oh god, <laughs> sorry, I know. Let's get through these flashbacks together. No, the pain. Did okay. you have to see that with your kids? Uh, the Shark Boy and Lava Girl experience is I saw a screening, so and I went, this is horrible, but, I'm not, I, but I don't want to write too mean a review because I don't want to make the seven-year-old screenwriter cry. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, we rented it for my kids. and They got bored and stopped watching. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no Kid Macaw, at the age of two, thought that this was like Citizen Kane. <laughs> and for many years the only thing I had ever purchased on eBay was the uh, complete set of the McDonald's Happy Meal toys because oh, the only wow. way you could have a Shark Boy and Lava Girl action figure wow. and he had to have that so I've seen that movie <laughs> because I love my child more times so pained. <laughs> more times than you've seen the Avengers more times than I've seen Big Trouble in Little China which is a, wow. one of my favorite movies I think even more times than I've seen Star Wars. Oh no! <laughs> it's like more times than I've seen Wayne's World. Now. No, no, no. Why not? Stop. 
What's just back name? away. Luke can't watch Big Trouble in Little China. Is that what know. you said? I don't, I don't know. But when yeah, when can. Rick talks to me about great parenting, no. I watched I, Big Trouble in Little China right, in what? the theater at the tender age of however old I was. And Big Trouble in Little China. Was, <laughs> the boy. Uh, and uh, and your point. Look at you now. Exactly. Okay. A finally rounded young man. Years in the in the wilderness. <laughs> he has no edges on him. Hey, how about uh, you? Got some updates on the Walking Dead. Experience? The Walking Dead experience. We now Comic-Con? know the cost of everything. The costs of everything are available for viewing. Lay it on us. So, as we reported previously, you can be a survivor. I think the $70 promo is over now, so it's 80 bucks. 80 bucks to be a survivor. $90 at the door, if there are any left. To be a walker, you can pay $19 for a half shift, which is, what was it, two hours? You have to get there two hours earlier to get made up. Well, yeah, yeah, you have to get you have to show up two hours early. But then they've you, got some top a, a top yeah. Hollywood makeup. Oh yeah, Gr- uh, Greg Nicotero Greg and his Nicotero, team yeah, who actually do the Walking Dead TV show. So you get to get professionally made up like a zombie oh, for yeah. twenty bucks. But you've seen the pretty specials. Much. They can put for for the non-hero zombies. They can put that stuff on pretty. Wait a minute, oh, yeah. non-hero zombies. Hero zombies. Focused on zombies. Okay, okay. A hero zombie is somebody who actually is going to interact with the regular. I don't consider them heroic. <laughs> well, it's a theater. It's a film term. You wouldn't know. You guys like to outterm each other. I no, like that. It's, it's fun. So it, it, it's $19 for a half shift, 39 for a full shift. Uh, and then there's and like in Derek's uh, case, a whole bowel shift. <laughs> a horde master. I will give you a point for that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well played, Lopez. Mm-hmm. Well played. Mm-hmm. They will be selling shorts outside of the th- stadium as well. Uh, I'm not going anywhere near Petco. <laughs> you can apply to not be the a park, not the store, ever again. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our there bus is going to drop us off the, right next to there. What? No! You watch. I'm walking. <laughs> no. Yeah, off the bus dead. right past Petco. <laughs> uh, they say you can walk, but you're supposed to run a little too. Wait, you have to exercise? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That will never get old. Hmm. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> As long as there's not stairs You can be a involved. horde master, which I guess you're like leading. Wait, horde master? Horde master, That's where you D, are folks. a main zombie that leads around a group of zombies, and there's another one, a horde. I still think, honestly, I think someone's going to get injured in this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I think there's going to be a panic. This is not going to end well. The write-up says you, you, you may walk through it, but you should be prepared to run, climb, and slide. Yeah. There's going to be, like, well, if you, look at the route, if you look at the route, winds its way up the walkway around the edge of Petco and then all of a sudden you go down the side. So I'm assuming they're going to put a slide down to the ground. Or you have to jump. <laughs> that's one of those, that's, it's that's like one of those literally refuse the things they use in construction where it's a big hoop at the top and exactly. it's like no, a it's probably, it's probably those walk down ramps that they have for it's most big, parks or whatever. But, well, that's but what they're I'm oiled. <laughs> big Logically, yes, it would be a walk-down ramp, but according to the map, it's literally the wall of Petco is where you... There's a dotted line of you coming down. It's a big inflatable dinosaur <laughs> I just, slide. Maybe there's a cargo net or something. I just well, think I think the cargo net, you have to climb up at some point. Yeah. Because it does say there's going to be a cargo net. But climbing down a cargo so the, net is way more dangerous than climbing I, up. I have to it. ask a practical question about this. Okay, so if you've got... Horde masters and zombies, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like, and then there are people trying to escape. Like, is it a game? What happens if you don't escape? Are you guaranteed know. survivability? <laughs> you get. Tagged. Do they grab you and 
put the makeup on you and say, ha ha, we're all infected? Maybe you get to sit on timeout. I don't know, Darren. They have, they have horde masters, they have zombies, they have, they have survivors, and they have editors-in-chief. What? No. It's terminology that we don't know. Uh, no, I, and I'm then there's a spectator. Though, I'm guessing, Oh, though, I see. That was me. Why you think that... You, I know. This is, you know... Yeah. Friends of the Just program, Jason Salazar, is going to spectate. No, he, he's going to get bitten. It's, and he's going to give me his poster or comic, whatever he receives. I'm going to go have yes. a nice dinner. Yeah, night. yeah. Uh, are you going to try to get to wangle mm. yourself a copy? Of yes, this? I'm going to try to get a copy of the variant for less than uh, eighty dollars, fifteen bucks or so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if somebody wants to charge arm and leg for it, they can <laughs> get punched in the face. Well, and I'll take here's it from a different me. question. So there are nineteen other variant covers. Nineteen or twelve? There are not nineteen. I thought it's it was like twelve. Eight it's twelve of, copies. There's eight. The article this, you this one rounded it off. said it was a dozen. It makes it a dozen. This, yeah, okay. So okay, there, yeah, there yeah, are 11 yeah. other variant covers. Uh-huh. This makes it 12. Uh-huh. How many of the other ones are you going to try to get? I'm going to try to get 10 of them because number 11 is a 1 in 200 black and white wraparound cover that's going to be probably 140 bucks. I already have, I mean, I'm getting, they're all getting pulled for me already, so I'm not going to have a problem getting them. Okay. Okay. The variant cover that's part of the Walking Dead experience mm-hmm. is by the Completely artist different. Uh, is showing uh, Rick running, running r- the character Rick Grimes, not um, and it's Rick got Schneider, field although I would totally pay for that then. Um, <laughs> he's just on my last nerve. Uh, so uh, that Rick Grimes running from from the Walking Dead. Right. And the artist, and I'm sorry that I am blanking on his Robbie name. Robbie Williams? No. Because uh, I would have known who that was. No. Um, he's a he's an artist who who collaborated with Robert Kirkman on Battle Pope, Kirkman's yeah, first series. What's his name? I don't know, but uh, I'm totally blanking on it. But if you look in the background of the picture, it's got the Petco Stadium behind him. Okay. See, it doesn't. It's not going to end well. That's actually a threat to people. It's true. I'm not happy with it. Let's go on to movies, shall we? I want to go to someplace calmer, nicer. Yeah. Like Sesame Street, because they announced today that they're going to make a Sesame Street movie in the wake of the success of of the Muppets Muppet movie. Yeah. Did we Targeted. call that one? I think you may have. We might have called. that. I think once again, Lon Lopez might have. I don't remember. In a throwaway, we need our throwaway joke. It's uh, a PG-13 movie, by the way. That's no um, big bird. But, it's, runs but you know the thing is, I don't get. It's not the first. It's not the first Sesame Street movie because there was uh, no. It's a reboot. Bird. Oh, it's rebooting it's, the whole. It's thing. rebooting the. Fr- it's and, a reimagining. An all new Gordon Matthew and Roberts. Matthew Roberts. Okay, so you were right with the Robert thing. Okay, thank you. The artist uh, on the variant cover, whose art I like, and I don't yeah, know what else nice he's cover. been. But he's. I don't know what else he's been doing. Or if he's wait, left were we business. talking about Sesame Street? We were talking about the Walking Dead. Oh, okay. No, that's fine. I just thought we okay. Moved on. So let's go back to Sesame Street. There was yes. a Follow That Bird and Elmo in Grouchland. Cool. And Two classics that follow I Follow That loved. Bird is great. I have not seen Follow That Bird, but I have seen Elmo in Grouchland a couple of times. Small children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they should watch Follow That Bird. Mandy Patinkin was in that, you know. So yeah. and Eagle Montoya. Yeah. You know you they should they should get today. Cuba Gooding Jr. as the new Gordon, and get Sofia Vergara as the new <laughs> Susan. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, uh, Maria. Maria. Yeah. yeah. And wow. I would watch that movie. And I would like Bob to still play Bob. No, they need. Uh, I liked Bob. Who no, you know who they get? Edward o- Norton. No, get Oscar from The Office. Because wasn't Bob Mexican? No. That was Roberto. No, no wasn't Bob. Bob? No. He was Latin, wasn't he? No. 
I think. Oh, no. the store owner. Yeah. yeah okay. Wait. The yeah. The took right. over for Mr. Hooper. Steve Carell. Uh, yes. Uh, no. No. Steve Carell could play a great Bob in the. In a, Wow, this is actually not a bad... I hate it when that happens. I'm a casting guy. You sneak up on my left. I don't even see it coming. And then, that's not a bad idea. You're welcome. Steve Carell is Bob. People would go see that But I can't remember the name of... Luis. Luis is the guy who took over from Mr. Hooper in the store. uh, Who is married to Maria. But he was Mexican. Yes. All right, get Oscar from The Office. Yes. Although, well, he's a good actor. He can pull off. Okay. So, uh, So whatever you do, I don't want any George Lopez... Anywhere near my Muppets. I'm not a big fan of the Lopez. Neither am I. I apologize. I am a fan of the Lopez, not the George Lopez, though. So. Right, that's what I meant, too. Okay, thank you. All right. Uh, so, do we have any, like, story? Do we have any idea? Any spoilers? Because this, this is a hotbed movie that a lot of people are going to speculate Who's on the directing? internet for years. No, no idea. Just, they're just announcing Christopher Nolan. Yeah. Christopher Nolan, Christopher Sesame, Nolan Street. Sesame Street. Two. It's left with the trash can just spinning Three. at the end, you know, just the lid. Ah, 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 up. Okay. Um, yeah. Down. Hey, bird. <laughs> oh. And Leonardo DiCaprio as Snuffle Grover. Oh. Uh, so. <laughs> Grover. Toby McGuire is Grover. Toby McGuire is Grover. Aren't they doing a movie soon? Who? Toby McGuire oh, and Leonardo uh, DiCaprio. Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Toby McGuire and Leonardo DiCaprio. Because that, awesome. that needs to be remade. It's a Boz Lerman film in 3D coming at Christmas time. Can't wait. Saw a trailer for it. It actually looks kind of interesting. They're not making it a musical. Not that I can tell. But and if they do, it better be modern music. They're not changing the end, are they? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. How can you choose the end? The end they should have done Baz Luhrmann's Sesame Street because that'd have been amazing. Uh, wow! I think that's what, I think curtain. that was Moulin Rouge. There were no Muppets in that, were there? There were. <laughs> yeah. um, there were puppets. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> so, uh, there was a moon that sang. Placido mm. uh, Domingo, I believe. Uh, so uh, no, it's Placido Flamingo. <laughs> yes, from Sesame Street. Ah, I do recall that. Yes, mm-hmm. he uh, sang with Yo-Yo Ma, I believe. Did he? So yes. Uh, All I know is I want a surprise cameo from Guy Smiley. Be awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. He's great. Okay. How about some amazing Spider-Man excitement? Apparently in, in uh, England. Uh, the UK. The UK. No, but I think actually in England. Oh, in England. Okay. They have a uh, screener for critics because it's not a, one of those movies that's going to be opened a little early. Well, it's coming out July 3rd, July which 3rd. is a Tuesday night. Yeah, but it's the it's night July before weekend. 4th of July. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. nobody has to go to work on sacrilege? 4th of July. No, Not I here. guess. Yeah, so sound a little bitter there. No, I don't have to go to work on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that okay, Tuesday. So what's going Blonde on with Spider-Man? Though. Well, I just say, I found this is interesting. So the reviews are kind of mixed right now, but it's mostly seeming that they like Andrew Garfield. That it's an interesting reboot. Um, but I thought this was just a really weird promo thing that I don't know if you noticed. Last week, Walmart sold a reprint of Amazing Spider-Man number six, which was the first appearance of the Lizard in mm-hmm. the original run with a DVD that contained one scene from the movie. Interesting. Hmm. Wait, this is Walmart in America or yes. Walmart's in England? Walmart in, in America. Do they have Walmarts in England? I don't know if Walmart has broken through to the UK. Uh, People of Walmart <laughs> I think they've actually... UK. Parliament uh, had, had <laughs> a ruling have, saying... English no. people nay. of Walmart. I say thee nay. We will take your movies. We will allow you to take our actors and cast them as your American superheroes, but we will not 
allow Walmart. But just no. imagine the greeters, though. They'd be so much more sophisticated. In Hello! <laughs> <laughs> no, they'd be the, uh, the Ali G English uh, people. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Both. Check it. I would like Welcome to see to Walmart. The, 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 the people of England's Walmart website, though. Okay, yeah. Those, that'd be interesting. It's all That's about teeth. Just, it's all about teeth. Yeah. Okay, uh, and uh, there were rumors about Daredevil, so I'm going to go. You're the casting guy. So, you know, David Slade, who directed Hard Candy. Oh, Slade. And uh, directed 30 Days of Night, is directing hmm. or is still, is currently attached to be the director hmm. of the Daredevil reboot for I got Fox. It. Captain Awesome okay. from Chuck. So there was a rumor, like he tweeted, somebody said, like, hey, what's up with Josh Hartnett, who was the lead in 30 Days of Night? Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody... He's all wrong. He's too Somebody wrong tweeted to, to David Slade, said, I'd love to see him in a Marvel superhero movie. And he said, you and me both. And so everybody was like, oh, that's who he's looking at for Daredevil. And then he had to tweet and say, no, uh, that's, that's wishful thinking, perhaps, but no decisions have been made. Nobody's talked about anybody. So who would you cast as Matt Murdock? Certainly not Ben Affleck, because... While I don't hate that movie as much as a lot of people do, Ben Affleck was, he was the wrong. wrong actor for that role. He was wrong, but he, he did a good job. Yeah, he did do a good job. But he was wrong. All right, I'm going to just nail it right here. And okay. you guys, you might not understand the reference, but those of you at home that are listening that get it will totally just be like, oh, my God, Lon, you're a genius. Right and into, you can write into, right sandpaper. into sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com to say, OMG, Lon, you're a genius. I'm going to cast... And I will not forward that email. Not only am I going to cast Matt Murdock... But I'm also going to cast Foggy Nelson. Go. Thank you. In Do one it. fell swoop. One actor playing both roles? No. Jim Tenacious Perry, D. Drake and Josh. Is anybody familiar with these two kids? Yes. Drake Bell, who was the voice of Ultimate Spider-Man on... Uh, He's Marvel, a natural uh, redhead. And Josh is the total bumbling, fumbling, kind of chubby kid on the show as Foggy. Boom. Nailed it. Nope. I, I'm gonna no, I know. I was that. just kidding. I was I, totally kidding. I'm going to disagree but with that. But I will go Disney Channel on this. Chris Farley and David Spade. Chris, they're dead. No, well, Spade's still oh. alive. Yeah, no, no, no. You guys are going to laugh, but I believe in him. The kid from High School Musical. What's his name? Zac Efron? I think Zac Efron could play a great Matt Murdock. A young Matt Murdock. Are you saying that seriously? I am saying this are seriously. Are you throwing it out there right now? Are I you, am throwing are you it out there right now. Seriously, with no sense of irony. He... He's not a bad little actor. Have you ever seen him? Like oh, I saw him in that movie with uh, Chandler from Friends. What was that movie? Uh, Where they switched again? bodies or, no, no, or that's something? Not, that's the one with George Burns. Uh, I know which one you're talking about. But I can't remember. Switcheroo what or something like that. I don't know. I mean, they're all <laughs> yeah. stupid like that. Body switch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trading my places, faces. I don't know. Yeah. No, no, no. He's not bad. You get past the High School Musical. And the kid works out, apparently, so he's oh, in shape. He was just in that movie where he was the Marine who came back. The lucky uh, one. Yeah. And he was in some other one, Charlie McClowski or something like that. Charlie St. Cloud. Charlie St. Cloud. He did drama. I think Zach, and he's Zach young. Efron. He's okay. young, and he could do a franchise. He could do three movies. And he'd be, he's looking and to latch onto something that's And he's got not built-in fan base. All the tween girls would... Would totally go see a Daredevil. Oh my god! Movie. I can't wait to see Daredevil. No, no, I'm, I'm gonna argue back. No, his his movie. You spoiled Comic Con. His Charlie St. Cloud and um, and the Lucky One did not do as well as they'd hoped. He's trying to break into being the more. No, adult. I'm talking a superhero film. Right. No, no. But I'm saying the Tween Girls. Um, I think they've aged out of High School Musical of. Tween girls can st- all Jonah girls. Hill for so that's not a movie for all. Oh, that would be amazing. All ages. Oh. Get oh, Zach yeah. Efron. We've done it. Zach Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. 
give me Fox. Hollywood, pay Do attention it. to us. Now, Jody, we are sitting Jody here, Hill is Hollywood, we're emailing you this podcast. Yeah, and yeah. he would like, I mean, it's the kind of thing I'm sure he would actually enjoy yeah. doing that and take it seriously. Yep. Totally. So, wow, that's really good. I'm who telling you, do, though, Zach Who would you do as Karen Page? Is she really necessary in this story? Uh, I think Fox probably thinks so because they have the right to that character, so they have to. They're going to want because they, the mistake they, they can made. Do anybody, Karen Page no, is because the mistake they made was putting in Electra too soon. Yeah, I think they need to go back to unless Electra. He's, unless he's young enough, they could do Matt in college. All right, look, I'm going to where he meets. I'm going to blow your mind here. See, that's what I'm hoping for. Go ahead, Vanessa Hudgens is Electra. Huh? Ah, uh, not bad. Huh? She could. I mean, she's. She's, She's the grown. right body type if she could pull off the physical part. She has a history with Zac Efron. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she was hot in Sucker Punch. Yeah. Uh, and she was attractive in Journey 2. Uh, I never the, saw the that. Island, but, but I could believe her as Electra. You know, get her some you know, karate she, lessons. She could have that more. Of, she could certainly look more like she's Greek than... Yeah. Uh, yes. And you know what? I just Jennifer want the listeners at home that are all... Was. Vomiting what? right now or gagging. No, I'm I was so, laughing at the... Uh, she didn't look Greek at all. Yes. No, but uh, for all the people that are like, what are you doing? But look, I was the biggest high school musical hater and dogger and, and all those kids were. But you know what? Kids grow up. And if they keep staying in their craft and keep growing as actors and artists, you've got to give them a shot. Look and at I Justin think- Timberlake. Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do, he does make me laugh when he's on Saturday Night Live. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, How about Justin I believe- Timberlake as, as Matt Murdock? No. No. I'm he just- has no depth. I, oh, he's great <laughs> in social network. He, he played just just a character Murdoch. with no death. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's it. That's, that's, that's I'm just how about right Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill as Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson? I do not no. want Chan- in another I team do, up after 21 jumps. I Street. do not want Channing Tatum as Matt Murdock. <laughs> yeah, because he what? would play Murdock like thought, a b-boy. I thought he was funny in 21 Jump Street. Don't get me wrong, but Matt Murdock has to have intelligence behind his eyes. While I respect the Channing, <laughs> he's going to be Tat- wearing red glasses the whole time. I respect that Channing Tatum is has a sense of t- timing and a sense of humor about himself, but he has never given me. I've never seen a performance with life in his eyes. No. Seth Rogen, <laughs> he was great as Green Hornet. Oh wait, no, he wasn't. I just enjoyed him. He Look, was so I think we just nailed it. Let's just move on. Let's move yeah, on. Okay. That, that was, was good. Good, okay. good casting. So I'm see Jonah Hill as Foggy is like, brilliant, that by that the way. Was, so. That is that really is good. That's brilliant. Thank you. But they'd have to give Foggy a bigger role. Because like when Favreau did it, I thought he was great as Foggy. But yeah. he only had a supporting role. So does Favreau make a better Foggy or a better Happy? I like him as Happy. Yeah. He's a good Happy. But he was good as, as Foggy. He yeah. was good as Foggy, too. He's just good all around. I don't, I don't. I think he's a great supporting role. I don't think you really want yeah. to involve him that much more. Right, but uh, so uh, would Jonah Hill take a role that small at this point? Well, it doesn't no, have to be a small role. Have, Give it a to, bigger role. To bunch there have been some storylines where Matt has to get Foggy's yeah. bacon out of the fire, yeah. or Foggy has to make sure Matt's on the straight and narrow. Uh-huh. Right, right. Yeah. And as long as there's bacon involved. Exactly. And I will say this much: last word on uh, Daredevil here. They would be smart to okay. Uh, Everybody's been consulting with Bendis for all these Avengers projects and Spider-Man projects. Mark the man Wade. you need to talk to for the Daredevil movie is Mark Wade. Get him on the project. Get him consulting. Help him. You know, have him help you write the script, and you're going to have right, an awesome then, movie. Then Hollywood. Yeah. No, right now this is a message to Mark Wade. Please, within the next year, while they're still developing this film, don't set fire to your bridges at Marvel. Yes. Okay. Dude, you're a man of integrity. We love you. 
But you are one we, of the best writers. You are the best writer in comics today. I, I just said it. You yeah, did, but I we don't. <laughs> but we want you to be at peace with these people, so you can actually get a little taste of Hollywood money. We want you to <laughs> suck on that teat. Being, you know, so just just for a couple months, take a Prozac. <laughs> so then, you know, it's, it's going to be fine. Is he burning his bridges right now? No, but DC is like um, well, well. Marvel what? always just kicks him ah, out of the bed. I forgot to I forgot to bring Justice League Doom because uh, Rick wants to borrow it. But Justice League Doom, which is very heavily based on Mark Wade's work, ripped off, ripped off. It really is. They're, they credit almost everybody else that was involved in any of the things that they used except for, for Doom. They did not credit Wade. And in the, in the little documentary extras, which I always watch because it's interesting to hear them justify oh, yeah. and talk about their projects. Sometimes I don't even watch the movie. I watch Wade's the movie. Not, not brought in on anything because he had a really public blow-up with DC. Mm. So, you know, but he's didn't fine. Wade he's always going to fired off people. Captain America, fired off Fantastic Four. Yeah, fired yeah, yeah. Off yeah. All- but he got brought back up on brought- because he's so friggin' awesome. Absolutely, but I'm saying right so now, Marvel just don't just anger anybody. Just get a chance to be, you know, get a taste of it. Let get a little of that Hollywood I'm, I'm money. I'm sure he's listening right now, saying, "Message received, guys." He Come might. On. But you know what? Who needs to listen just as well as that David Slade guy? David Slade, you're a director. You directed a couple movies. That's that's fine. Talk to the man who knows. Consult. Sure. You know who else should Make be a listening phone call. is the casting director that's going to be casting this Jonah Hill as Call Foggy. Zach Heffron right now. So here we're going to say, at the very least, if we get one out of those three right, we are the we're totally podcast. taking credit that's and right. we are going to trumpet it mm-hmm. from mountaintop to mountaintop. Mm-hmm. Put a star next to this podcast on the website so we can remember that's to come back right. to it. In two years when we're I don't all know how to the do Daredevil the coding movie. for that. <laughs> Mario Anima, if you're listening, I can explain how to put the star on. Mario got okay. a new job today. <laughs> uh, yesterday, I think yesterday. Wasn't it? it was yesterday? a couple weeks ago, guys. Let's move on. Okay. Anyways, uh, by the time this is posted, yes, mm-hmm. I just uh, saw it on. So, yeah, did you see a teaser for Dread? Dread. The Dread. Dread. I tried, and the link was broken. Me too. It's only ten it. seconds, though. I it was a really watch quick it like little nine thing. Times. It was removed by Machina or Machi- Machinima. Oh, they removed it already. Oh. Machinima. Pulled the copyright clause. Interesting. Because I believe YouTube or somebody was showing, or everybody was showing it, and Machinima had the rights. So they were like, bull. But but they've got their imprint on it. I mean, it still said Machinima. I don't even know who they are. It said content pulled because of copyright something from Machinima. Well, and also one of the things, rumors that it's something that's going to be, there'll be a dread presentation at Comic Con. So, but it was the first time we saw and heard. Uh, Carl Urban talk. has dread talk. Yeah, yeah. no, but like Sylvester Stallone, uh, slightly more articulate. The way you, the way you'd want Stallone to sound. But apparently, like it was dread. only ten seconds. Yeah, right? it was only ten seconds. Yeah. It's the trailer to the official trailer coming out tomorrow. Right? I am really tired of these trailers. The trailers, the trailers, trailers. Show me the dang thing. It's, it's like crap. It's like six scenes in ten. Like seconds. today, Monsters University, Pixar. Oh, I love that. But but there are four different trailers. The difference is one line in each Did one. Did you watch it? I watched two of them. I thought they were great. I, but it's only one line difference. It's yeah. it's what Billy Crystal ad libs while. Well, uh, Mike. Does Billy Crystal play Miracle Max? No, he plays Mike oh. Wazowski. I think I only watch one. Wait, is it, does he play is Magic Mike? When he's asleep? or Yeah, when he's asleep. He says, I he says something one, different. My ponies in uh, school or something like that. No, I'm. I, the posse's you know, on I, Broadway. I, I, the line that I thought was funny <laughs> was he was uh, he's sleeping and saying, No, I'm, I'm having that dream where I'm naked in class. And of course, Mike Wazowski doesn't wear clothes, so <laughs> it's funny. But exactly. then the other one was, All right, I'll be class president. So I saw those two. So no, something about a pony. All right, so. 
you know, it's fine. I just, it's like, why do I need four trailers where the difference is one line? I just don't have that time to commit when to. When does that movie come out? Uh, 2013. Uh, yeah. Because oh. Brave is going to be the big one. And that know. is a theatrical release because they're advertising yeah. real 3D and. Uh, oh, yes, yes, yeah. it's a theatrical okay. release. Pixar, Pixar is completely in the sequel well, business it, it, now. It linked right into another film, which was a. DVD release. I can't remember what it was. So I'm not going. Is oh, this okay. just for Disney Digital? Well, DVD they are re-releasing releases? a lot of things. Uh, this is a new after. I can't remember what property it was. But was it, it was planes. No, because that's the only thing we're getting a direct-to-video sequel. Cars. They have somebody. The Disney hired out to some European country to do the sequel. Planes. planes. So uh, like, what's been in the sky above them? You know. So. Um, Anyway, and then we got a pic. That's going to be a hard theme park to do. Yes, we got a picture of uh, Angelina Jolie as Maleficent. I think it's Maleficent from uh, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. Wait, didn't they just do that movie? There's a third no. Sleeping Beauty movie coming out? Wait, what are the first two Sleeping Beauty movies? You're getting, you mean the Snow White ones? Oh. See, you're confusing oh, yeah, your princesses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. I just did the same thing. Yes. It's all the same to me. What's the, what's the queen in uh, Snow White named? No, this is Sleeping She's Beauty. She's the evil queen. But Sleeping Beauty's she doesn't have a name. evil fairy is Maleficent. Oh. Wait, there's an evil fairy in Sleeping Beauty? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I guess I don't know the story. You've never seen the movie? I thought there's she ate an apple and falls asleep. There's the three good fairies. And then the prince kisses her. No, I'm afraid to say this with the, with the mood you've been in tonight, but no, Sleeping Beauty, Aurora... Uh, oh, she has a name? She has yes. Aurora... Oh. Pricks her finger <laughs> on a spindle in a spinning wheel. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Snow White eats the apple. She falls asleep. But that's two princesses that do something no, and then fall in asleep. Cinderella, it's everybody falls asleep. No, in Sleeping Beauty. In Sleeping Beauty party. Cinderella, nobody falls that's asleep. That's right. Except me. I in Snow White, Snow White eats the apple, right? Uh, yes. And yes. falls asleep. Right. And yes. then okay. the audience watches the oh, okay. movie okay. and falls asleep. Oh, okay. so, Actually, no. Sleeping Beauty pricks her finger on the on yes, the spinning wheel. What I said. She goes yes. to sleep, but the fairies put the rest of the kingdom, kingdom to, sleep to sleep too. In the Disney version, yes. yes. So, so everybody's sleeping. Yeah, everybody's saying. sleeping. And so the take up? over the castle. Yes. If everyone's asleep, who wakes up to wake them up? Prince Philip is outside the castle and he fights uh, his way back in. And he's got a wicked case of insomnia. He's got a. It's a pretty great dragon. Right, wicked can't him. sleep. Yes, and if you go down to Disneyland and you see, uh, watch the Phantasmic show. They bring the dragon to life mm. on With Rivers flame. of America. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! They got dragons in real life. Yes, yes they do. Damn, son. Mind blown. Okay. Uh, Do the, does the Khaleesi control I, them? I really hope yes. Okay. I really... I get that joke now. Oh, I finally <laughs> get yeah, it. Yeah, I get it. I've been watching Game of Thrones. Oh, but you know who guy. hasn't been? Me. George W. Bush. Oh. Uh, so, what? Um, <laughs> you, you didn't hear that controversy this week? <laughs> no. That's re- controversy? Why is that a controversy? No, there was controversy this week because it was revealed. HBO has pulled... Uh, they're pulling back all the Blu-rays and right. DVDs of it because it was revealed on the commentary that one of the heads on a spike is George W. Bush. What? And oh, so somebody in the commentary, the, the oh, commentary was snap. stupid enough to actually say that, yes, that was their little commentary about traitors. And so oh, HBO that's awesome. had to do all this backpedaling. And oh. briefly, and now I can't find the picture, but briefly somebody did a still, put it up on the web, and it is... I'm assuming that friend of the program, Dave Tapia, has the Blu-ray already. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he does. He bought it immediately, Yes, right? because, yes, they're pulling all those and they're redoing it to Whoa. edit out that oh. shot of the head and that reference to the That's nuts, <laughs> dude. Yes. That's crazy. Yes. So. Why would anybody say that? Because they're stupid. Because people are oh. stupid. Yeah, Why would anybody do that, though? That's just... 
because it's uh, hilarious. It's, oh, wait, but what? it's appropriate. Well, I mean, I could see it as like it was a joke. Yeah, nobody's going to see it. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's like people forget that things are freeze frame now. I think that's the other thing. It's but like still, it's like when Disney the... animators would put little jokes in, like yeah. in the Rescuers. There's a uh, they're they're falling past an apartment window, and there's a naked a, a live shot of a naked woman in one of the that's awesome. uh, windows because they figured that was made in 1977. No one was ever going to be able to freeze frame that. They didn't know that technology was coming. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's there's a shot of Jessica Rabbit where she doesn't have any underwear. Well, and it's like that one's suspicious because it just it's. It's or just poorly painted. And let's yeah. not forget no. the cover of The Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah that one I, I know. Mm. I, I think you're just seeing things that aren't there. No, that, oh, I I, we it. had that edition. It's I there. Think it, oh, yeah. It's still there. It's oh, still yeah. the paint. That, no, they, they changed change the painting. They did change they? the painting. Oh, they gave it saltpeter. Okay, yeah. so um, any, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, the, the, the thing with Maleficent, though, is this thing about, okay, you've got, we had two Snow White movies. We're going to have a Sleeping Beauty movie. What's next? Or are we just, you know, what's all these dang fairy tale retellings? Uh, you know because what they people don't know how to write a movie anymore. Once Upon a Time was a big hit. I don't uh, know. Yeah, okay. Once Upon a Time. And Grimm, which uh, I guess is doing well on NBC. I want a, I want a live, uh, I want a, an animated uh, 3D version of um, The Incredible Mr. Limpet. They've been trying to get that off the ground. Jim Carrey really? was attached to that for oh, like What about years? a live action Three Little Pigs? That would be a good one. From How the about world. the ghost of Mr. Chicken? Anyone go with that? I, I thought know. we were talking fairy tales. Well, a, these are modern. Rick doesn't fairy tales. understand, so oh, you know okay. he he goes. He we fairy these are tales, modern magic. These are, these What's the difference? It's the same kind of story. You saw him in the theater. Wait, it's wasn't there? Wasn't the Hoodwink series kind of based on the fairy tales? Uh, it, it horrifies me. <laughs> there was a series. Yes, there was a second one. Yes, it's it's Little Red Riding Hood. Uh, and, okay, yeah. so they already did that. Teams up with the Big Bad Wolf, and I can't remember who else is in that. Uh, the Huntsman. And they, they Isn't Shrek enough? They have all the people oh, in that yeah. movie. Well, and you're right. That's another one. Is that we've had all these postmodern retellings. I guess the thing that bothers me is like nobody's bothering to tell the kids the actual stories anymore. It's always these postmodern retellings. Yeah. So the actual stories. And that's are what horrific. they used to say when they first came out with the movable type, and they'd say, "No one ever tells the real stories. They always read it out of these books." Yeah. You're on a roll tonight. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so um, I don't know what kind of role that is, but <laughs> but uh, so I did see a retelling uh, this week: Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Oh, you saw that? I saw it last How was night. It? it was uh, it was goofy. I saw things in that movie I never thought I would see. Oh no! They mostly Abraham Lincoln as an action hero. Well, they showed a clip <laughs> on uh, Letterman last night, and at first I was like, "Oh, okay, he's hacking uh, vampires with an axe," and then all of a sudden. He starts doing like karate, and he's acting like the Matrix, spinning doing around. Doing the kind of what's up? <laughs> yes, and I yes. was just like, "All right, now you lost me." You know what I mean? Like, if you showed him doing some like badass backwood, you know, axe wielding, then I'd be like, "That's badass. Yeah. That's pretty cool." But he's known for splitting uh, right, yeah, wood the rails, rails. Yes. right? But if once he like jumped on the wall and does that like, part, I mean, the, the axe then, thing actually makes sort of sense. But that was cool. I like that. And but uh, once he started doing karate. And crazy martial arts. Well, he's trained as a slayer. 
Oh, or as a hunter. They, as a hunter. They, oh. He's trained as a vampire hunter. Right. Did he, does he get trained by an Asian person? No, he gets trained by, by a mysterious guy who has an agenda against the vampires who are overrunning the South, and the slave trade was all actually there to feed the vampires. Oh, so the Civil sense. War is all about actually trying to destroy the vampire nation in the South. Mm. So basically all the racists that are left in the South are a bunch of vampires, and we need something, to, something like that. We need to hunt them. <laughs> get them! <laughs> they get any good Anne Rice uh, jokes in? No, no. No, they didn't. Not a lot of good jokes. It was just, uh, uh, but uh, but I thought I, I want saw to see it. some mopey blonde no, vampire I, you, down you know, there but, get killed. Uh, but by my brother and I said like like this is a, a scene where he goes, I, you know, I'm gonna. He's supposed to. He's not supposed to make attachments to people, and then he falls in love with Mary Todd, and then decides that politics is the way to go. And his master says, No, you shouldn't do that. But okay, it says. So then they have the the slow mo walk, and my brother and I looked at each other and said. Never thought you'd see the badass Lincoln slow mo <laughs> like through the camera with the beard and the stovepipe, you know, doo, 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 with the with the electric guitars going in the background. It's like, yep, I never thought I'd live long enough to see that. And there were some action sequences that I thought, well, putting aside that this is Abraham Lincoln, I never thought I'd see. You know, that's something I've never seen on camera. But there's not a lot of cohesiveness from fight scene to fight scene. But it does feature actors I really like. I couldn't tell. I I don't think it's going to be a star-making vehicle for the guy playing Abe Lincoln because I can't tell you his name. Uh, but Alan Tudyk is in there as Stephen Douglas. Um, Stephen Douglas. Yeah, of the Lincoln Douglas debates, oh, Lincoln's political okay. rival. Rival. Is he rival. play a good guy or a bad guy? It's just sort of ambivalent. I feel mm. like I feel like something was cut. Mm. Like the 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 character was supposed to go somewhere and then it didn't. Secretly mm. a werewolf for the sequel. Uh, and then the guy that plays Howard Stark is uh, in the in uh, Captain America is uh, is Lincoln's master. How far does the storyline go in Lincoln? All life? the way to the end. Oh, All to Gettysburg. The way to the end. So yes, is the big final uh, the big battle against the vampires is at Gettysburg and. Oh wait a minute. I think of the no, it goes the, it goes further. Yes, it does. The it does. You know, and so I thought, like, what was oh, so no sequel? Uh, there is still a little bit of room. We all know he got shot in the head at the theater. So did a well, vampire they don't show kill him? that? No, they don't show that. So oh. uh, is, but uh, what I thought was like I was having fun with it, and then going like I was hoping it was more like Inglorious Bastards, where there was a moment. In, I, this is not a spoiler for Inglorious Bastards. Where I realized that Quentin Tarantino was going to rewrite the history of World War II, <laughs> and I thought, okay, that's pretty funny. I mean, might as well. It's a movie. It's already over the top and ridiculous. Just completely rewrite it. But then every now and then, when it's like, yeah, this is so ridiculous and unbelievable. Yes, it's fun. It's fun. Uh, and this is the same guy that wrote the script for Dark Shadows, which we were disappointed for right. that. It's just not going completely bat guano crazy enough for I tried us. Tried to walk the line every time it's doing that. Then it goes back to. But then this actually happened mm-hmm. in U.S. history. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You <laughs> just go. Just go. Uh, so it's kind of, you know. But Does he have any cool one-liners as he's killing vampires? Is he, uh, he's like, four score and seven no. bleeds. <laughs> or something like that. Or No. They're really, that's, he's, they're playing the, on the thing where, you do know. Do they have any Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? He does do this at the end. Uh, you know, does the, the peace sign. Be excellent to be each other. Be excellent to each other. No, I mean, the thing is, historically, Abraham Lincoln is, a lot of people say, was kind of awkward in, you know, it's like, uh, and people did not really find him all that magnetic somehow, and yet he still got elected. But because a couple of people it, say he was gay, too. Oh, well, that's a new thing, too. Uh, yeah, okay. that, that's, uh. And uh, that best friend is mentioned. It shows up in there too. But it's, 
But uh, but they, walk in, he's all hey. But the, you know, he does all these badass fighting moves, and then he's actually very socially awkward, and yeah. it's sort of like uh, okay. And he's like a secret identity. Maybe that's what they were going for. Or maybe the guy's just traumatized because he hacked up like 40 vampires. Because he saw his mother killed by a vampire when he was there's, a little boy. And he there's just the, don't want to talk about your chit-chat. There's the okay? Clark Kent Abraham Lincoln, and then there's no, the it's, Superman it's Abraham he's still Lincoln. Kind of, he's still kind of awkward fighting Takes the vampires. Takes the glasses off. No. Yeah. Don't talk about things. Don't be a lawn. You know. no. So, anyway. Um, I'm trying to be a lawn. Yeah, so we'll go, you uh, could be so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's got a new life goal. Don't I'm try. a man of leisure. Why not become Lon Lopez? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Go ahead. Say something street. 40 outs. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. Uh, <laughs> so. That was awesome. Okay. Uh, so. 40 outs. <laughs> Again, as I keep, yeah. 40 outs what, Rick? <laughs> Malt liquor. Oh, okay. Oh, my. So uh, let's turn to some television stuff. Listen, uh, it was announced this week that a sh- that a movie uh, that Rick probably saw in the theaters, uh, probably, probably. Birth of a Nation, Metropo- no. Metropolis, yeah. oh. <laughs> the great that one with the robbery. train, the great train robbery, <laughs> no, the one where they goes through the wall. Yeah, uh, yeah. that uh, no, a Jane Fonda film. Barbarella. Barbarella. I, I did being, not see that in the theaters until it, it was like in re 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 Okay, all right, sure. Uh, is being remade, or at least... But I love it. I love that plans film. to remake it as a television series. I thought Rodriguez was doing a remake there was, of that. He was trying to With get... With Rose McGowan or whatever. Yeah, but was Rose you know, that whole thing... Rose is, McGowan is perfect for that role. But that's not so together falling anymore, apart. Right? But so you, know who else, you know who else is perfect for that role? Go ahead. Lay it on us. Katy Perry. I can see that. It both hurts my soul and makes perfect sense. Because <laughs> uh, I keep seeing this movie poster for upcoming movie, Part of Me, like a concert film, and it says, just be yourself and you, you can be anything. And I'm like, Katy Perry is like the most phony, manufactured image since Lady Gaga. Yeah. The, and I love it. The Christian, the Christian folk singer who decided that that wasn't going to sell records, so she turned her back on everything that she was. And became this this naive. Sex I love bomb. America. I know you do. I know you yeah. do. But the message but it's of the naive, the sex message bomb, of be yourself when all you are is that yes. Yeah. Uh, so I said that does make perfect sense yeah. that Katy Perry would. Maybe be she good at was that. like that before, and she does have some experience having so. voiced Smurfette. I wish that was going to be on like HBO or something though, because the well, we don't know yet. The, I, I, the executive I, producer, okay. the guy trying to drive with, is I don't. I, please help me if I mispronounce the name horribly. Nicholas Reffin Rain. The guy who directed Drive, that Ryan Gosling oh, film yeah, a few yeah. months ago, which I, I still haven't seen. Did any of you guys see Drive? Uh, I thought it was tremendously indie. So you saw it? Yeah. Okay. Everybody, I know a lot but of what people. Do you, are, but what do you mean by that is tremendously indie? Meaning that a lot of people are like, it was amazing. And these are people that have never been like a film festival or yeah. seen an indie film because it's just mediocrely indie. You know what I mean? It's it's good. Was there, st- was there style to it? It's, I, it's almost too stylistic. It's like really slow. In its in its movement, but I could see Barbarella needing to be stylistic in today's. But day it'd have age. to be stylistic and and kind of kinetic. You know what I mean? Yeah, and just kind of fun. I would so love to see them I do would, that. I would a, love to somebody use today's production values and still try to make it look like a sixties Italian exactly, film. Exactly, exactly. Uh, that would be awesome. Have you yeah. seen that that uh, film? Yes, the couple of one. The no, the one the unearth of Raquel Welch dancing in no. the park. She does this space dance, and it's just. Per- I'll have to send you the link. It's who's Raquel Welch. 
Seriously? I'm kidding. That's hurt. That hurt me. <laughs> um, one million BC. Old reference, lost on younger viewers. <laughs> a, a hundred rifle, a thousand rifles, hundred rifles. Ah, uh, it could be. That's uh, Jim know. Brown. Uh, I don't know. Um, so they're looking at, and then some pictures uh, leaked in casting for the Munsters remake by Brian Fuller. Oh, this is awesome! Thirteen, thirteen, Mockingbird Lane. The charming, somewhat amusing. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I just the, wait in this day and age. Wait, but let me just go for so give people some background. Then go ahead and rant. Okay, all right. Got so it. the the somewhat amusing half hour black and white sitcom is being turned into an hour long dramedy by Brian Fuller. Oh well, my god! They're not even calling it the Munsters. They're oh going to call god. it. 1313 Mockingbird Lane. Okay. Okay? And so the one thing that gives Chris Garcia and myself both hope was that uh, Eddie Izzard has been cast as Grandpa. So that, that could be a really could interesting casting. And but funny. is it dramedy? Who's, uh, who's playing Herman? Mom, oh, you know? I know. I know. This one is like, I saw it and I was like, I don't know. This could either be horribly wrong or actually surprise us all, but go no, ahead. it's going to be horribly oh, wrong. wrong. Okay, so tell er, er, er. wasn't that how he used to make it? Or Herman Munster, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. O'Connell. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Jerry yeah, O'Connell yeah, yeah. is it's going to be terrible. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be terrible because a he's he is not very funny. tall, and uh, but he thinks he is, and he, he Dave Tapio would say he was hilarious at Comic Con during that one CBS panel. Because he was wasted, so... Uh, uh, yeah, he would say... Tapio was wasted? Or? Yes, that's true, too. <laughs> but shh, let's not, let's not besmirch the good name of I Dave I was Tapio. just asking. And Portia de Rossi uh, from... Uh, Arrested Development. Arrested Development, and before that, Ali McBeal is going to be Lily. So She'll probably be the best thing about the whole show. Uh, that's going to get canceled uh, in are three you not episodes. An, are you not an Eddie Izzard fan? Do you not find him funny? Oh, he's, he's good, but he's good as Eddie Izzard. And he, you're going to put him as Grandpa Did you ever, did you ever watch The Riches? Uh, one or two episodes. Well, was, I thought he was, he was really great. good in that series. But yeah. that was a good written show yeah, but he's about just an brilliant. interesting He's concept. so sharp. You see him on a talk show or anything, he's just fat. Well, yeah, but I know what Lon's saying. I know what he's saying. As Eddie Izzard, but could you take that and make that Eddie Izzard's persona into Grandpa? Into that Grandpa Munster. Well, I the one Listen thing to how preposterous that sounds. No, no, no. It does not sound preposterous when you realize that the, the flaw in the. I can't believe I'm going to argue the flaw in the logic <laughs> of the monsters. But as funny as it was to have Al Lewis be Grandpa Monster, Dracula, by all counts, should not be that old. He wouldn't let himself be that old. That old, yeah. Because he's a vampire, right? So maybe he was twenty thousand years old. He got old. Well, look, it w- maybe. <laughs> I'm just saying that... No. All right, fine. <laughs> Point score. He went on the true blood, and that doesn't... Yeah. Unless they totally... Okay, I'm guessing they're not going to make them all look like their 60s or... Was it 60s or 50s? It was 60s. 60s, you know, years uh, counterparts, and have them actually be a Frankenstein, a Dracula, a wolf boy, and uh, what was she, a vampire? She was a vampire. She's the daughter of Dracula. She was um, Lilith from Daughter of Dracula. Okay. Yeah. So I'm guessing they're going to modernize it and have them look. Which is going to make it terrible. Right. But it's, it's Even more just so. going to be. Did, didn't NBC learn anything with the cape? Like, how fantastical <laughs> was that? No, Lon, and, you're operating on the assumption that NBC can learn something. Look at Community and how true. they've treated that show. That's true. They don't know anything. Exactly. They're just look driving that Jay network Leno around. And Conan O'Brien. Look at that situation. Yeah, NBC. Not good ideas. Okay. Okay. So. 
What else we got? I don't have anything else, but maybe you guys. Uh, we mentioned Lego Batman has come released. Lego this week, Batman but Two. Lego yes. Batman Two with other superheroes: Green Lantern, Superman, Wonder Woman. I heard he's gay. Is he gay in this game? Lego Batman. No, that's or Earth Lego. Two. Oh, Green Lantern. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alan Scott, not regular Green Lantern. Well, I was just going to say for leg. If it was a and Lego, really in the Lego, they would. What, what would that to have to? It actually would not play into it at all. No. Well, well, if you're trying to stick them to another no. piece, then oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that he needs to fit into a hole. We, need, that, we do need to do a spe- like. We'll just have a lawn explicit unleash. Let him go there, and we'll talk about like all the the new Lopez uh, adult film parodies. We could spin off a different. Let's spin off a different show. I don't even watch those. Let's do it. But I was going to make a joke for Barbarella. The the best director they should have got for that was Axel Braun. But you uh, guys I don't, don't know that. who that is. No, so. I don't okay. really get that. The porn but I'm parody sure there director. Are oh, okay, That's the guy he's not the only one though. Is he? He's like the main one. He's the guy cranks them out. Which, by the way. I was on the internet the other day. Yes. And they make a ton of those now. That's like... Oh, no, no. Yeah. It wasn't the internet. It was the... Uh, it was the, <laughs> the other thing that you go to No, it was the... I was flipping the channel. You were at an adult... Uh, no, it was the strip a, club? It was the AVN Awards on, like, Showtime. What? And they had uh, the Adult Video News uh, Awards. Yeah, I do know what And they, they are, had Best uh, Parody. And there were, like... It has its own category? Yeah, it has its own There's category. And there out. were, like, six or seven of them that All were directed by it. him. Yeah, it was, like, <laughs> Axel Braun, some other guy. Well, Axel Braun, the re- other guy. I have read on Bleeding Cool that that is actually saving the industry. It's huge. Because that's... It's a, crazy. Yeah. yeah and, and but, it, they, but here's the thing I do not understand. How do they... I know it's parody, but how do they get away with actually using the name? Like... They had one that was like Spider-Man, the adult version, Star Wars, the adult version. No, the Star, like the Star Trek one said, absolutely not Star Trek. Right, the but then the they movie. used Star Trek in the title know, with the text. I don't know how they could uh, how they. I want to know how they're getting away with it legally. So if you know the answer, if you are a listener at home and understand the legalities of that... We and you even have heard or watched these movies... You don't have to. If you can just explain how the <laughs> trademark uh, laws can be circumvented by this, please write to us at editor at fanboyplanet.com or sandpaper at fanboyplanet.com. I also have some other good uh, or you video can, news. You can actually also uh, write to Rick, who is just tearing his hair out right now, compass at fanboyplanet.com. We're going to introduce everybody. And w- what did I give you? You are uh, Nate Dizzle? Nate Dizzle at fanboyplanet.com. We all have our spell Dizzle for the... D-I-Z-Z-L-E. There you go. As opposed to D-I-Z-Z-I-L. Right. So everybody um, has their own. Oh, okay. Yes. So. I just want to congratulate myself. Uh, I was able to... Because <laughs> no one else is? I was able to achieve oh, the God. Mockingbird oh. character oh, on God. Avengers yes. Alliance. Okay. Congratulations, Lion. And I did it within eight hours to spare. It took me a whole 28 days of playing that damn level. And I want to, th- I want to give a big shout-out to all my Avengers Alliance peeps on Facebook for sending me unstable ISO 8 canisters. This is going to be like three or four chapters. In order to, in order, I just want you to know, this is you know the time and the thing where I thank my friends and family. <laughs> Shout um, I want to thank uh, Nate Dizzle for encouraging me and giving me the strength to push on and really kind of do that. And I also want to thank... And now for Best Lawn Parody, I, I wanna, the award goes to... I also want to thank David Tapia for giving me the links to uh, free... Uh, I free still can't everything, free energy. Yeah. I hear a train of coming. Well, Lon's doing all the things. I guess it's time to go then. All right. Uh, yeah, you better catch that one. All right, I gotta Number go, guys. Here's my ride. Oh my god, it's coming through the wall. <laughs> See you guys later. Just like Hugo. 
All right, until next week, I'm Derek McCaw, Editor-in-Chief of FanboyPlanet.com. Lon's already gone, thank God. Uh, I am Nate Costa, circumcising trademark laws for Circumventing. Oh, Circumventing. Venting. <laughs> the visual there is not going to go away. Don't. And I'm Rick Brettsider reminding you to <laughs> use your powers only for good. Back. And scene. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com.